What is up, beautiful people? I am so fucking excited to say this. What is up? And welcome back to the Own Your Shit podcast. Oh, wow, those words feel good rolling off my tongue with your host, Danielle Gertner. It's been a minute, and I am so, so excited, so honored to be back with all of you for season two of the podcast. So much to share, so much to uh, give, so much to learn throughout the process, and I'm so, just so grateful to be here and, you know, to be completely transparent. It was hard to sit down and get season two started again for a couple of reasons. Um, one, I've had so, so fucking much I want to share. Um, and at the same time, don't always know how to say it. Maybe you resonate with that a little bit. Maybe you experienced that before. And, um, yeah, I'm like, how do I make season one better or season two better than season one? And I realized that's not the point at all. The point is just to share love and continue growing together and continue owning our shit together. And that is exactly what the fuck we are going to do um, during the season. And we're kicking it off. We're kicking it off with 21 lessons and questions that are oh so fucking relevant in 2022. I don't want you thinking, oh, I don't want to hear your 2021 lessons. But guys and gals, these are lessons and questions that helped me come back home to myself, helped me remember my purpose, deepen my purpose, get more connected to who I am and why I do what I do that are lifelong, lifelong lessons, transferable, versatile, and will be so helpful for you and me in 2022. So buckle up, beauties. I hope you are ready. We're going to go ahead and dive the fuck in the 21 lessons, questions, and commitments. Um, some real Gert sass coming your way to take with you into this new year. In no particular order, by the way. I did write these kind of just came to me when I was walking along the beach in Dominica, Costa Rica. I was just there in December. I'm going back in just a couple days, sitting in my car as I record this. Finally got the inspiration to sit down and do this and bring you this love. So again, in no particular order, let's fucking do this. So number one, honor every commitment you make to yourself. Every single one. And this one has been hard for me and maybe you've experienced it too, whether it's the bigger commitments, like I'm going to eat better, I'm going to go to sleep earlier, not going to scroll on social media, or the smaller ones of I'm not going to say negative things about myself. I'm not going to shit talk other people. That was a big intention of mine in 2021 because I'm not going to lie. I love some good gossip and I'd gossip with my girlfriends and I realized it was just stealing energy from me. And the power of honoring the commitments we make to ourselves is unparalleled because when we honor the commitments we make to ourselves, we send an incredibly powerful message to our subconscious, our unconscious mind that we are so worth our own time, our own energy and our own love. So lesson number one, honor every, every fucking commitment you make to yourself. Mm. Lesson number two, when you work to please other people before pleasing yourself, you end up pleasing no one. When you work to please other people before pleasing yourself, you end up pleasing no one. 
as a former chronic people pleaser. I was, and I still struggle with people pleasing, the desire to fit in. And this is, we're not going to go into the evolutionary and, uh, you know, neurological aspect of why people pleasing is actually a defense mechanism uh, oftentimes. But when we give uh, or, or don't give ourselves what we need and desire in the hopes that we'll make somebody else happy. Going back to lesson number one of honoring the commitments we make to ourselves, we crack that. Think about it as like a bridge of self-trust and self-love. Every time we work to please others before we please ourselves, we crack that bridge. We shatter it a little bit more. And what happens if we do that enough times over and over and over again? Is that bridge going to one day shatter completely. And so when we work to please other people before pleasing ourselves, we really do please no one because there's millions of opinions out there. There's millions of worldviews. Um, and it is, it's impossible to, to please everybody around us. And you are way, way better off pleasing the person looking back at you in the mirror. And actually speaking of that, I'm just going to spit this. One of my favorite poems is called the man in the glass. I think I shared this last uh, season, and I'll just share a little bit of it here. Um, when you get what you want in your struggle for self and the world makes you king or queen for a day, go to the mirror and look at yourself and see what that person has to say. Because it isn't your mother or brother or wife whose judgment upon you must pass. The one whose verdict counts most in your life is the one staring back from the glass. They're the fellow to please, never mind all the rest, for they are with you clear until the end. And you've passed your most difficult and dangerous task when the person in the glass is your friend. Mm. All right, that was lesson number two. Lesson number three, it's more of a question, not lesson, question three. If your life ended today, would you be happy with it? If your life ended today, would you be satisfied? Would you be fulfilled? Would you walk into heaven screaming, fuck yes, that was awesome? And if the answer is no, or if there is hesitation in your voice or response, what the fuck do you need to change? And I've always believed in living life to the fullest, but I have never believed it more than I have this year. And again, you guys know why. Losing my brother rocked me to my fucking core. And it's amazing because we always think it can happen to other people. It's always going to happen to other people. Oh my God, I'm so, did you hear so-and-so's brother died or parents died or blah, 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 blah. So it happens to other people. But when it happens to you, the universe flashes a big old mirror in your face and there is no way around looking at it. And I stared into that mirror really fucking hard this year. And I invite you to as well. You don't need to be ashamed or feel guilty or down on yourself if the answer to your question is no. If your life ended today and you're not happy, don't feel shameful about that. Don't get stuck in the shame cycle. Do something about it. What do you need to do to change that? Because you deserve to live a fuck yes life plain and simple. It is your fucking birthright to live a fuck yes life. And that's why this is question number three. If your life ended today, would you be happy with it? And if not, what needs to change? Another question for you. Number four, what is your why? 
your unshakable, unparalleled why. Do you know it? And more importantly, do you know, then do you know it? Do you live it? Do you live your why every single day? And I don't care what your why is. Society might tell you your why needs to be other people. It needs to be to give to the world. If that's not your why, fucking awesome. The only thing I care about is that your why is so strong and so powerful that it is the beacon of light. It is the pull in your heart when everything around you is pulling you in a different direction. What is your why? Do you know it? And do you live it? There's a really great exercise that I do in my Own Your Shit Self Mastery program called the five levels of why. This isn't something I created. It's something I borrowed and kind of tweaked a little bit. But basically, let's say my why is to, um, well, I know my why is to help people own their shit. I want to see people or why I do what I do is to give people the freedom that comes with owning their shit. And so you take that a level deeper. So you say, okay, well, why? Why do you want people to experience the freedom of owning their shit? Because when people are free, people experience unconditional love. So that'll be my second level. And then I'll say, okay, well, why do you want people to experience unconditional love? And you continue going down to level five. It allows you to cut out the bullshit cut out the fluff and get really, really clear on why it is. Why the fuck do you wake up every day? Why do you do what you do? All right. I don't even know what number this is, but the next one, I'm not going to say the numbers anymore, but what does play mean to you? Another question here. What does play mean to you? Why is play so important? How often do you play? If there is one thing that became very, very important more important than it had ever been than it had ever been before previously was the power of play because when we play we feel safe we invite more safety into our lives we invite more love into our lives play is a sign of self-love of safety of self-trust play allows us to get in touch with the parts of ourselves that we may have forgotten as we become older. And society is a really good job of wanting us to forget those parts of ourselves, to fall in line, to do what we've been told, to follow the system. Fuck the system. Play. Let your hair down. It is one of the most powerful, most inexpensive most incredible things you can do for yourself and for your inner child, which we all have there, them, him, her, they. If you want to hear more about the inner child, I know I talked about that on season one, but what does play mean to you? How do you play in your day-to-day life and how can you make play more of a priority? All right, next one. Hmm. This kind of relates to what we were talking about earlier, uh, honoring the commitment you make to yourself and not people pleasing, but they're are billions of people in this world. I don't even know how many billion. I wrote 7.1, but I don't think that's correct. However many billion, a lot of people in the world. And all billions of opinions and worldviews and perspectives and values. And you are so much better off trusting and honoring the opinion of yours, of yourself, and only yourself. People will always try to give you their two cents. And oftentimes it's out of love. It's out of genuine care. 
But something I practice a lot of in 2021 was asking myself for my own opinion first before I ran off and asked somebody else theirs. Because I was guilty of, you know, this is a simple example, but, oh, what, what, what outfit should I wear to this thing? Or should I go to this event? And I would run to other people to tell me whether I should do this thing. And there is no greater dishonor to your ability to trust your intuition. One of the biggest pandemics that we are facing in this world right now is people unable to trust themselves. They are unable to trust their own intuition, unable to trust their own bodies, gut reaction until we run to other people. But when we practice, and this is something you can practice, asking ourselves what our opinion is, asking our bodies and tuning into what our bodies feel, we can strengthen this muscle. There are billions of people in the world with billions of different opinions, and it is best and so wise to rely on your own. All right, next one. I take a breath here, actually. <sighs> Please breathe with me as you're listening to this. Mm. So growing up, we were taught the definition of happiness, success, and fulfillment. My challenge, my challenge for you is redefine what those things mean to you right here, right now. I grew up believing that success was graduating from college and getting a full-time job offer. And what pushed me to start my business the month I graduated from college was me redefining what success meant to me. When I took the time to redefine it and actually ask myself, which goes back to asking my own opinion and trusting myself, I realized that full-time job and security of money and health insurance was not my definition of success. And if that's your definition, amazing, but it's got to be your definition. People are unhappy, unfulfilled, and unsatisfied because they are living other people's truths. They are denying their own truths. Don't be one of those people. As soon as you listen to this podcast, sit down and on the top of your paper, write happiness, write success, write fulfillment, write love. And write down what those things mean to you, what those things look like to you, what those things feel like in your body because it doesn't matter what it means to anybody else it only matters what it means to you <sighs> next one learn to honor all versions of yourself because who you are today is how you become who you want to be tomorrow another so super fucking valuable lesson Honor all versions of yourself. One of my favorite things to say to myself, honestly, and to my clients is we cannot skip versions of ourselves. We try. I'm guilty of that. I try often without even realizing it sometimes that I'm trying to skip a version of myself. If I'm in a slump, let's say, and what I mean by a slump, I might feel depressed or sad or have low motivation to do the things that I, I typically want to do, work out, do my business, work with my clients. Those things are normal. And I find myself trying to rush through that process. Like, fuck, hurry up already. Like, oh, I hate that I'm here. Well, guess what? You're here. So let's honor being here. There's a reason that we're here. 
Learn to honor all versions of yourself because who you are today is how you become who you want to be tomorrow. Love yourself in this very moment for exactly who and what you are. And trust, trust that who you are showing up as now is allowing you to become who you want to be in the future. Mm. All right, next one. We have not outgrown or outsmarted our primal instincts. Mm, this is such a good one. I'm going to say that about all of them. We think oftentimes, and I'm generalizing a little bit here, but we oftentimes think that we are so technologically advanced, we are so intelligent that we can ignore and deny our primal instincts. Guess what, folks? Our primal instincts, right? Jealousy. We're gonna. I'm gonna do a whole series on jealousy later on in in the in the season. I'm really excited about it. That's a primal instinct. That jealousy comes from me wanting to protect my own. That is a primal instinct of survival. Doesn't mean they're wrong. Learning to recognize or relearning actually how to recognize and listen to those primal instincts is so important. And this is where it comes back to intuition. So many of us are so disconnected from our intuition because we are told to use logic. That what our bodies tell us is not correct to follow the mind. And that couldn't be further from the truth. We would not be as technologically advanced. I'm sitting right now in front of a car wash. I'm watching this tech car wash technology in front of me. All these cars go through. Guess what? We wouldn't be here without our primal instincts. We wouldn't have survived as a species without our primal instincts. And they have not disappeared. I don't care how technologically advanced we are. I don't care how intelligent we are. We are not more intelligent than our body's innate wisdom. So learn, relearn to recognize and listen to them carefully. Next one here, there are people that serve you for a week, for a month, or for years. Another important thing is learn to recognize when their service is done and finished and needs to come to a close. Oof, not always easy, not always, uh, or blah, 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 sorry, easily, much easier said than done. Fuck, that was hard to get out. Much easier said than done, am I right? To let people go when it's their time. Oof. Oof. There's so many people I've held on to that I needed to let go of. Even my brother holding on. How did this happen? Why did this happen? That will always stay with me, but there was a moment that I had to choose to let him go. That version of him in that physical body how do you recognize when it's time to let somebody go? And this again goes back to our instincts. You'll, you know, if you've ever had a, you know, let's say an ex partner and you're like, man, and you're looking back on it years down the road and you're like, man, I knew that relationship was over like years before I ended it. We know and we deny ourselves. We don't trust ourselves and that truth enough to let them go. So that's a great practice. Hmm. Moving along here. We're almost there. I think we're about halfway. How you do one thing is how you do everything. 
And I, you might have heard that quote before, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So do everything really fucking well. How you do one thing is how you do everything. So do everything really fucking well. I don't care if you're brushing your teeth, making your bed, giving a TED talk or signing a client. Your values, your deeply rooted beliefs and values show up in every aspect of your life, whether you want them to or not. So do everything really fucking well. When you finish any task, make it a task that you are proud of. You swept the floor, sweep that floor the best fucking way you could sleep it. Sweep it, not sleep it. Sweep it. Mm, yes. It's not a knowledge game, but a practice game. So make practice a habit. I probably talked about that a shit ton on the podcast in season one because it's my, one of my favorite quotes. This is not a knowledge game, but a practice game. So make practicing a habit. There are a lot of people that want to shove knowledge down your throat. But knowledge does not mean shit sitting in your back pocket. Knowledge does not mean shit when the book is dusty on your bookshelf. You have to practice. And what you practice every single day is who you become. The thoughts you think, the things you do, what you practice every day will become part of your beliefs, will become part of your character. All right, taking a breath. Four. All right, we're definitely halfway. We have 10 more. Okay. Next one, running away is necessary sometimes. I just wrote about this a little bit before I left for Costa Rica. Give yourself the grace to do so if you feel the need to. I feel everything in my body like burning with heat as I say this line. Running away is necessary sometimes. I know there is a lot of stigma, at least there was in my life growing up, that running away means you are a coward, you are a pussy, you are fearful, you will never amount to anything if you run away. But running away is necessary. Running away is necessary to give you new perspective. Running away is necessary so that you can run towards something else. Give yourself the grace to do so if you feel you need to. Next one. You really do have all of your own answers if you learn to listen to them closely enough. If you learn to listen to yourself closely enough. And again, this ties back into the self-trust, to honoring the commitments you make to yourself to learning to trust and listen and honor your own opinions. We have the answers. We came, we came from the same fucking magic of the stars, the same energy of the stars, of the sun, of the moon, of the planets. Nobody told our body, nobody wrote a manual for our bodies to create babies. Women, by the way. And even men, when, you know, your sperm entering, like nobody, nobody went like, yo, sperm, like swim up there, like do this thing. It just, it fucking happened. That is incredible. Our bodies, our, our energy is incredibly, infinitely intelligent. And you do have your own answers if you learn to listen. 
And I will say relearn to listen because you came into this world knowing how to listen. That's why babies know to cry when they're hungry or they're tired or they're scared or they need to be fed. Nobody's telling them, whispering in their ear, hey, you should cry now. They instinctively do it. They listen to their bodies. You really have your own answers. A question for you to consider in this 2022, what legacy do you want to leave behind on this earth? What will be your legacy? It doesn't have to be a business. It doesn't have to be a program. But what is your legacy, friend? What will your legacy be? Think about that. Think about that and get clear on that and work to live that legacy every fucking day. Here's another challenge for you. Write a list of 22 things that scare the shit out of you and do as many of them as you can this year. Maybe besides dying. <laughs> uh, dying is was a fear of mine. That was something that really scared the shit out of me when I was growing up. But But seriously, what are 22 things that scare the shit out of you? And how many of them are you willing to do? Because I promise you this, the scariest thing that could have ever happened to me happened to me last year. I can't, I honestly cannot imagine anything scarier happening to me and my family. So do as many of those things as you can. I survived. I'm not just surviving, I'm thriving. I'm so sad. I still feel pain. I still miss my brother every day, but I'm alive. And you're alive and we have the ability to do incredible things if we just believe that we can get past the fear. Well, how does that, that quote go? Um, uh, the, the scariest thing about fear is fear itself. I butchered that a little bit, but um, once you get past that initial fear, which oftentimes that fear is just a story in your head. It's just a story in your head. 22 things, and I'd love for you to share them with me on Instagram, Dan, at Danielle Gertner, on my website at Danielle Gert, or DanielleGertner.com. Email me, ownership at DanielleGertner.com. I don't care. Share them with me. Comment on the podcast. I want to know. 22 of them. Next one is don't be afraid of dying. This is relevant. Don't be afraid of dying. Be afraid of not living. We're all going to die. The debt that all, man, all men pay. <laughs> Wow, that's a Pirates of the Caribbean quote, LOL. <laughs> we all die, but the majority of us, unfortunately, will never live. And I want all of us, I want all of you listening to this. That's my why. I want all of us to live to the fullest. Don't be afraid of dying. Don't run away from death. You can't. So live, live big, live loud, live bold. Hmm. Really stop and smell the roses every day. Look up at the shape of the clouds, the way the sun comes in your window. Be here and now with all that is. It's so easy to get preoccupied on about what I need to do in this conversation I had and this person coming into my life or leaving my life. And I know these things are painful. I know these things can be stressful. I'm a human too. I experience this every day. But just a reminder that all we really do have is what is here and now. Right now, wherever you are listening to this, look around you if you can safely. See something differently 
that maybe you look at every day. Maybe it's the tree, maybe it's the car, the car is passing by. Whatever it is, look at it, really take it in. How can you see this thing and experience this thing in a way that you never have before? <sighs> be here with all, be here now with all that is. All right, our last five. Your ego can be your best friend if you choose to make them so. They are filled with infinite wisdom and opportunity to see where your greatest work lies. Mm. I remember in 2019 writing in my journal, this is the year my ego will die or this is the year I will kill my ego. That's what I wrote in my journal because I really did believe that my ego was my enemy and that if I wanted to live a happy, fulfilled life, I needed to kill her. She needed to die. And I realized that our egos are incredible. They are incredibly wise. Our egos are protecting 99% of the time. Our egos are protecting old wounds and old traumas that we have buried deep, deep, deep within us. And if we are brave enough and we are strong enough, which I know you are, we have the power to calm our egos down to ask our egos to step to the side so we can stare those traumas and those wounds in the face. And if you need support doing it, then go get the support to do it. But your ego can be your friend when they pop up and they want you to show off in front of other people. There's an opportunity to ask yourself why that is. Is something, does something feel threatened? Is there a need that is not met? That I, can, that I can meet myself or I can ask the people around me to, to give me. Your ego can be your best friend. And I work every day to help her, uh, to make her so. Oh, this is a good one. Question to ask yourself. Write this on your mirror. How are you responsible for the negative or tense relationships or circumstances in your life? Where do you have the power to show up differently? This is ownership, baby. This is owning your shit. How are you responsible? It is really easy to place the blame on somebody else. Trust me. I know. And you know. Probably done it before. Well, they're being a fucking asshole. He's not meeting me halfway. They're not meeting me halfway. But what if we asked ourselves, how are we responsible? Could we show up with more love? Could we walk away? Could we cut an energetic tie? How are we responsible for the negative or tense relationships or circumstances in our life? And where do you have the power to show up differently? Take back your power. Mm. Just when you start to get comfortable, things change. We know that. What is that quote? The only thing that's constant is change itself. Get on your surfboard and rip it, baby. Rip that shit. Shred it. I think it's shred. I think the, I think the surfer boys in uh, Costa Rica say, I'm going to go shred it. Should say surfer boys and girls. Some fucking badass girls out there. Get on your surfboard. I, I filmed a really, or recorded a really powerful episode last season on learning how to surf. Please listen to it if you haven't. Such a good episode. 
learning and surrendering and building the muscle of flexibility and adaptability and trust and openness and love to the universe is such a powerful practice will save you so much stress, so much angst. Get on your surfboard and shred it. Mm. All right, last two. You are not a victim of your past, your limiting beliefs, or your stories. Choose to honor them for how they kept you safe and choose a new definition of safety. You're not tied down. You're not a prisoner. I like that a little bit better than victim. You're not a prisoner of your past, your limiting beliefs, or your stories. You only are if you choose to be. You can choose to honor how those limiting beliefs or stories kept you safe because again, more often than not, than not, they are defense mechanisms to protect you. And if you work with them, if you get curious about them, instead of judging them, you can redefine what safety means to you. And if you redefine what safety means to you, you can change those beliefs and those stories. And last but not least, owning your shit means owning your power of choice. Choose your power always. Choose to use your power always. When you own your shit truly, fully, unconditionally, nobody, nothing, can take that from you. You will live the most free life, the most fulfilled life, the most happy life. Why? Because it's all in your hands and nobody else's. Choose your power always. And that's what I have for you folks. 21, maybe that was 22, I didn't count. 21 lessons, questions, challenges to take with you into 2022. They are universal. They are versatile. They are transferable. They are lifelong. And I truly hope you choose to adopt some of them and to share with me which ones resonated with you the most. And what are some of your lessons, your universal lessons that you're taking with you from here on out? I hope you know that I see you. I love you. I so fucking appreciate you being here. You listening to this podcast. It warms my heart in ways I can't even begin to describe knowing that you all are listening and that this is helping you, inspiring you, supporting you, whatever it does. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here. And I just want to share with you, uh, if we don't follow each other on Instagram, at Danielle Gertner, please follow me. Let's be friends. If you're not on my email list, I send, honestly, good shit. I do. I'm, I know I'm biased, but I put a lot of time and effort into what I put out to my email list. And it is always intentional and it is always filled with love um, and is always with the purpose of helping you own your shit. And, um, yeah, Instagram, email list, I, I'm probably forgetting something, but I don't have it right now, but just know I love you. Um, please connect with me. 
thank you again so much for being here. And uh, I will talk to you soon. Have a beautiful, beautiful day.